0: Welcome back to the Ransom Tart Podcast here in the month of June. Happy summer, everyone. John Eldridge here with Alan Arnold and Sam Eldridge, my son. Wanted to come into the studio six months into the year uh, and kind of do a mid-year checkup. This was Alan's idea. If you listen to us with any consistency, you know that every January... We pretty much roll out the same podcast. We might re-record it, but the message is the same. The message is, hey, consecrate your year. Uh, Consecrate your calendar. Invite Jesus into your year. And then the practice of asking God for some words over the year. We found that to be a super fruitful thing in the past, and it's just become part of the culture here now at Ransomed Heart to do that. How has that worked for you guys historically? Has that been a helpful thing? Has that been a high-pressured thing?
1: Actually, I do it with my wife, Susie. It's something that we kind of partner in together and try to be on the same page on as much as we can. Pretty much from our first year of marriage, we've done a good job of it, which actually isn't that many years, and so that's a little bit (laughs) easier for us to say. But I I do remember like, our, our first year of marriage was the year of Jubilee. That was the word that was spoken over it. And it had this lightness, this freedom, this um, debts being forgiven and joy that, that's exactly what you want to hear when you're walking in your first year of marriage. Come on. Right? Like jubilee? Yes. <laughs> Heck yes. Rather than <laughs> like, awesome. This is the year of toiling the soil. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you're like, <Yeah>. oh, geez. <laughs> yes. And so historically, like we've actually done it year after year. And last year for you Catholics out there, it actually ended up being the same, year, the word we got was mercy. Um, And it was the Catholic year of mercy, though, for us, it it was was the word that we heard from God as we were entering 2016. That's one of those ones where you wish you had known what was in store, like 2016 and all that that had. Mm -hmm. Um, We had no idea that mercy was going to be not only the thing that we needed desperately, but the thing that we would pray on behalf of others over and over and over again. And so,
0: and like, and just because some uh oh, listeners may not know that story 2016 had some pretty significant moments
1: 2016 for Susie and I started with a miscarriage actually on my birthday so at the end of March and from there for us rolled out a sequence of events but the reaction of some people to the film Craig's passing stepping into you know saying yes to having children despite the miscarriage, yeah, mercy was mercy. was huge. And just being kind to ourselves. So to have that word yep. as the uh, the advanced word of that year, I know some people maybe hear sentences or get a few, for us they kind of tend to be like one banner. Mm-hmm. That was when you look back and it's like December and you kind of think back and you're like, okay, so what did this year have and yeah. what was the word of it? Mm. Oh my goodness, we right. had no idea how much that would end up being true and how much we'd end up needing it.
0: Yeah. So what about for you historically, Alan? Is that something that you and Kelly have practiced? Do you do it together? Do you do it separately?
2: Yeah, well, Kelly and I each year do pray together toward the end of one year. And as we get into the beginning of the next year and we actively pray with each other, we listen, we share what we've heard. And God does give us words for us as a couple as husband and wife, as as parents, for our family, and we also will hear specific words for each of us as a son and daughter of God, because we're living this shared story, but God has specific invitations for each of our hearts as a son and as a daughter. And so it's really both. It's we hear the message for us, for our family, because we're one. and there will be some things where Kelly will tell me something or I'll tell her something and we'll go, wow, that's cool. like that's something God has specifically for your heart in the midst of the larger story that we're in together. So that's beautiful. And then how we don't lose track of that, uh, yes, we journal. So we have it in our journals. Um, we put it, you know, on note cards that we'll regularly see. And we have this large chalkboard, in our kitchen. And it's, it's right by our table. And so when we sit down, we see whatever's written on. I mean, this is like four feet long by three feet tall. It's a great place to write the words or to write what we hear God saying that day or in relation to a specific thing that's coming in the next week. So it's just trying to be creative and finding ways to keep the words in front of us, to keep God's invitation in front of us, not just January 2nd or 3rd, but in different ways throughout the whole year.
0: Wow. So right there in the kitchen, I mean that's in front of you. You guys have a, a blackboard thing we in have your a kitchen jock, too.
1: Yeah. It tends to be mostly for grocery lists and it's not <laughs> nearly as impressive.
0: <laughs> I usually put them on my computer at home, my home office, I'll put a little three by five card and tape it to the computer because I know I'll see it there a ton. And And then, you know, I'll usually put it in my journal as well. And if I'm starting a new journal in a new year, I'll write it deliberately as the first thing so that every time I open the journal, it's the first thing I see. I've had an interesting experience over the years with these words. They actually grow. There's like an arc. They grow in significance through the year. In the beginning, it's like, oh, okay, you know, the word over this year is love or the word over this year is, you know, hope or something like that. And mm. come around November, I feel like I'm beginning to understand <laughs> why that mm. was true. I, I'm a little embarrassed by, by that. But like, honestly, the words come to mean the most to me around November and December. Mm. Um, I think in hindsight, in retrospect, you kind of see things a little more clearly. Yes. And I've even had a sort of a poignant, I don't want to let them go now. I'm not ready for new words.
1: Now that I finally get you. <laughs> yes. Stick
0: it's only for a been a month.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: totally. I just
0: warmed up to
1: this.
2: Totally. I'm just curious because we do hear from God and it is very personal and mm-hmm. intimate for each of us throughout the year, our families. But why do you think God wants to speak to us in that way? Like really, before I joined Ransomed Heart, I hadn't heard many people at all talk about that, their theme for the year or their Mm -hmm. word. They Mm -hmm. might say, at the end of a year, Mm -hmm. this looking backwards was my theme, Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't go into the year Mm -hmm. with God in a proactive way like that. So, I guess my question is, will you speak a little to why do you think God takes joy and what is his desire in giving us those advanced words?
0: Mm -hmm. I think it really varies person to person because sometimes the words for me feel like a promise here is my promise over the year. That's exciting if you feel like God has promised. you know, mm-hmm. A word like jubilee feels like a word of promise. A couple of years ago, my word was restoration, and it was a year that I took a significant sabbatical and, and really needed it. We were really, really thin, and restoration felt like a promise over the year. Other times, it feels like it's interpretation that God is giving a word like the year that love was the word over the year, oh my goodness, like that ended up being an interpretive tool for a number of things that were happening, including some relational calamities um, and fallout and even betrayal. I think sometimes it's promise. I think sometimes it's interpretation. What do you guys think?
1: Well, it feels like it's always an imitation into more interaction with him Mm -hmm. rather than less. I mean, we talk a lot about how much I would love for the roadmap or for the play by play and like, just give me the handbook and right. I'll go do my thing. And like, we'll keep in touch, <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll basically be on my own. Yeah. And yet a lot of the advanced yeah. words for the year end up feeling like something like a truth or an interpretation or a promise that actually invites me back into relationship over and over mm-hmm. again of
0: mm-hmm.
1: mercy, like yeah, Jesus, we need yeah. your mercy. And it's a door mm. that we can use to mm. go back in rather than mm. like a part of a map where I got, oh, well I've got that now and now I can just kind of worry about other things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. That's been my experience. And as you
0: describe that, Sam, I, I can feel my soul finding it again and what it feels like, it's also an anchor. Mm. It's a returning place, right? I feel like when he first speaks it, whether you hear something in January or February or, or not until June, at first it feels like the invitation is just agree with it. I just want you to agree with me. This is your year of jubilee. This is a year of mercy. This is a year of love. And so it feels like initially it's the invitation to agree with it. But then for me, going back to it feels like anchoring. It feels like a landing place. It feels like I'm tethered in a good way to something for
1: the year.
2: Yeah, that rings is really true. And Sam, I loved how you referred to it as relational more than just a map to something, because I do think part of it is we get to unwrap that with God throughout the year. Totally. And so it's not a simple, oh, here's the word. I get it. I know my year. It really is more of a hint or a foretaste, sometimes a warning, but, you know, sometimes invitation, sometimes grounding, but really all of that at different moments of the year. I would love that prescience of like,
1: here's your word. Got it. Sweet. I know how this is going to play out.
0: Yeah, I'm cracking up because I actually tried to cheat this year. I tried to get really specific with God. Everyone knows last year was a very hard year for ransomed Heart and the loss of our dear buddy and a number of things that took place here, not just that. So I asked Jesus several questions at the beginning of this year, and I didn't hear right away. Sometimes it'll be on January 1st, and it just happens, you know, New Year's Day happens to be a quiet day for some reason, and it'll be boom, you know. It's love, it's restoration, it's mercy, and, and I'll write it down in my journal, and off we go. <laughs> this year wasn't like that at all. I kept asking over, you know, weeks and weeks and, and wasn't hearing anything. And I wanted the map. I wanted some guarantees. And so I asked Jesus, I said, what is the hope for this year? <laughs> in his elegant brilliance, his word to me was, I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, okay, that's know, yes, not what I was <laughs> asking. <laughs> you're like, yes, you are, but what are the specific ways you know that you might be playing yeah,
0: out? Yeah, exactly. I, I was really hoping to kind of latch on to, you know, the oh, you're gonna have abundance and in these three areas, uh, but instead, it's I am, and it's just back to that beautiful intimacy, and that's actually already proved to be something of a rescue for me this year. But we thought gang that we would have this conversation. This is Alan's idea to do this in June, never done this before, where we come back in at six months and go, okay, folks, uh, we recommended you do that. Some of us did, some of us didn't, some of it was helpful, some of it was frustrating. Let's do a mid-year checkup and not by way of shaming, but as a way of encouragement to say, if you heard something, have you hung on to that? Did you lose it? Is that written down on page 32 in your journal, but now you're on page 176 and you, you know, right? did you forget? Because we got six more months here and there's still the opportunity to, to ask and to reorient and to let it be all the things that it's meant to be of anchoring and hopeful and orienting and provide interpretation. So checking in here at the six month mark, Alan,
2: how's it going? Well, did you hang on to it? Partially. <laughs> I mean, honestly, partially. I haven't forgotten it. I think about it regularly. But my word was change for Mm. this year. One word, didn't understand and still don't fully understand in June all the ways that that word holds meaning. But the reason I say partially, John, is because there have been things that have rocked us a little bit, stormy weather internally in our family where... I I forget that word in that moment and I start trying to solve what's going on or fix it or run around it. And the times when I do come back and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, change. That's this year. So we're in a new phase with our children. Now all three are basically in their teenage years. A lot of change.
0: Lots of change. Every
2: day. And so just the ways that we approach that change knowing God and his kindness has said, right, Alan Kelly, it's a year of change. It just brings a sigh of relief, I think, and and just a loosening of the tension to Mm -hmm. go, this is okay. This year, there is going to be a lot of change. Mm -hmm. And we can navigate that with God. Mm -hmm. It's not problems to be solved as much as it is simply a steadfast understanding of Yep, this is the season. Now, how do we navigate that with God? Mm. And the reason I said partial is when that does happen, I sense God's kindness. I sense his presence. Mm -hmm. I sense that we don't panic or fear doesn't get in. And when I don't, I sense then all of a sudden it's like it catches me off guard. And I'm thinking, Mm. why is there so much change? Mm. And Kelly will go, well. It is the year of change. It's the year (laughs) year of of
0: change.
2: Oh, that's so good.
0: Sam, how about for you?
1: Yeah, I'm sitting here going, uh, what appropriate timing to come after the Envy podcasts? As we're sitting here listening and going, John Eldridge gets his advanced words on January 1st? <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> not, <laughs> not all the Every metric of you. <laughs> <laughs> Does it happen at like 12 01 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> dong, not dong, every dong. time. No. Right. So for me this year, I typically listen with Susie. For for a while and sometimes it comes quickly and sometimes it comes over the course of January and February. And for us this year, um, you know, we started by consecrating the year and listening and asking and didn't really hear anything and would revisit it and keep asking, you know, like, father, Jesus, like, what is this? What is the year? It's supposed to be about what are your advanced words for this year? And then it's June and I, somewhere along the way, embarrassingly never heard and then just stopped asking, which isn't necessarily a first. I haven't gotten a word every single year, but it certainly draws attention to the fact that it's happened before. They can be really huge and they can be those anchors for me and yeah. and that how prone I am to like, wow, well, okay, I listened and I, I let it get swept away this year. And didn't hear something, and stopped asking, and stopped listening. And before yeah. I knew it, I'm halfway through the year yeah. without that interpretation.
0: Yeah,
2: talking about it on a podcast. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Now, to be fair, you did have a pretty significant household disruption the first of February.
1: Sure, yeah, early on, right? We like, and <laughs> then had our first, our first on this side of things, and that was a pretty yeah little massive girl disruption. Yeah,
0: and having a baby in the house and all that—that that means is.
1: Yeah, and you get all those snarky people being like, this is the year of diapers. <laughs> and you're like, I don't think that's the Holy Spirit. I don't think that's the word over my <laughs> no, no, no. I reject I, that word over, reject my, that <laughs> words over my life. I mean, I'll do them, but like- Yeah,
0: on. and I don't think you're alone in that, Sam. I think that that's actually a pretty common experience. Um, this isn't a podcast on developing a conversational intimacy, but we do have some resources on that, folks. Uh, if you get on our- Store. Um, there is a series on conversational intimacy, and the book Walking with God provides a lot of guidance on that. Uh, Dallas Willard has a book on hearing God. And so there's different resources because it is something to be cultivated, and it can be frustrating. And I think actually a number of listeners have that exact experience that, well, I asked and I don't think I heard anything, so I just kind of went on. Maybe June is, is another opportunity to to pause, ask, take the pressure off. That's the number one piece of advice that I can give anyone who's trying to cultivate hearing God more clearly. Take the pressure off. Because when it's pressure for me, I can't hear. I just know that. If it's drama, trauma, crisis, I just know I gotta get out of that and let the pressure get off, and then I have a much better chance of hearing.
2: Well, and John for people who have not heard yet, I think they should also avoid the temptation to go, well, we're in June and the first half of the year has been this, so that must be great. my word for the year. because that's that's not really asking God. that's trying to interpret from what's happened. Yes. And it's not necessarily God's interpretation.
0: That's huge and things may change. If it's been a hard year, you certainly don't want to make agreements of, well, this is just the year of patience or whatever. <laughs> you go, whoa, 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 hang on. Like, actually, don't pronounce that Right over your year. Take some time. Get some breathing room. Ask Christ. And one of the other things that we found to be very, very helpful, and I'm sure you guys have found this to be true, isn't it easier to hear for other people than it is to hear for yourself? And so if you're having a hard time hearing ask someone to listen with you, for you, a trusted friend, a a spiritual father or mother, someone that you trust to, to listen with you. Sometimes it does take that kind of help, especially when we're so invested in something. For me, I didn't ask right away. I actually didn't even ask on January 1st this year. And I think... It was just because my heart wasn't ready to hear we were still kind of coming out of the old coming out of 2016 coming through the process of grieving and and all of that and i just wasn't ready uh, to be frank i wasn't ready to hear and i could tell that my soul wasn't ready so i didn't even attempt the process i knew that stacy and i had some breathing room towards the end of january and so I just kind of waited for then. like, I know we've got these few days that we actually have a way together and I'll be away, it'll be quieter. I'm not gonna be checking a ton of, yeah. of email and stuff. So I'll, I'll ask then. And the words for me so far in the first six months have just proven to be a rescue. They're written in my journal. They're written on my uh, little note card on my computer. And I'm, I find this year, this is noise true. I'm returning to them a lot coming back to his words for me over the year, including even the playful, what's the hope of this year? I am. Even that one, they're proving to be real sources of uh, sustenance.
2: So John, when you said they've proven to be a real rescue this year, can you give an example?
0: As with your story, change, the words fit perfectly, right? It was the year of Jubilee in your first year and And last year was the year that needed mercy. And so they fit perfectly. And this is just another little quirk of mine, but I tend not to share my words with people in the current year. They tend to be pretty sacred. So I'm not going to, I'm actually not going to share them on the podcast, but
1: (laughs) dang it. There is at least, at least several people that just listened and went,
0: man, I was totally going to steal John's words. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And it's also a way, frankly, keeping the enemy from stealing them. But how have they proved helpful? What I was trying to say was, God knows, and he speaks over our year, and they fit perfectly with what's going on. And for me, they actually fit perfectly with my desires. Mm. And so, praying into them, uh, agreeing with them, staying with them and saying, yes, Jesus, you said this. I am agreeing with that. I'm praying into that. I'm I'm pushing in, I'm claiming it, I'm going deeper, whatever the phrase is you kind of want to use for that has proved to be very rich and very helpful these first several months.
2: One thing that I've loved recently in the words that God, over the last three, four years, is it's not just a word that that I take and go, okay, I'm going to write the word down, and now anytime something looks like it fits, I'll realize it's from God I do that. But what's been neat is to see how God just as we parent a son or daughter differently at age two or three than at age 12 or 13, you're not as hands-on. Of course, you give more freedom, more room for them to experience and grow, and you offer advice, but it's not a lecture anymore as much as it is helpful words to guide them. And so, God has shown me through a lot of these words, it's yeah, there's a lot of places we can go with this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to tell you everything, not only because then it wouldn't be relational, but because then I would deprive you of the discovery. Mm -hmm. And and so much of a word or a phrase or a verse is the journey of experiencing what it means with God. Mm -hmm. And so for those listeners who are thinking, well, I did get a word, and it's halfway through the year, and i don't really see Mm. the reality of that i've got the word i've remembered it but i don't see it part of that may be god's invitation to go a little deeper and journey with him into okay maybe i've misinterpreted maybe i've been looking for you to bring it all about Mm -hmm. but i think that's an invitation from god not an indication that the word isn't coming true Mm -hmm. or that they heard wrong
0: yeah that's really good And something else that's coming to me that's been very helpful in conversational intimacy over the years is when i'm not hearing from god change the question when it seems like well god's just not speaking actually it may be that god's not speaking to that Hmm. um whatever that may be you know should we move is it time to change jobs is you know is, is this the right school for our kid or whatever And you're not getting the answer that you wanted on that particular thing, it's usually because God wants to speak to something else. And I'm even realizing that I think for a number of people, like asking for something as big as a word over a year might even have some fear around it. Um, And maybe God would rather speak to those things, you know. So if you're having some frustration hearing from God, maybe just to pause and say, Jesus, what is it that you do want to say to me right now? It could be something as simple and absolutely wonderful as I love you, or we're good, we're good, we're good. And just like, like your soul can just go, oh, okay, 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 like, thank you. That actually is what I needed to hear right now, and I'll come back to this other thing later. Also wanna remind you that this, this practice was actually born out of another practice, we ask Jesus for advanced words when we are going into a particular mission. If we're going into a boot camp, a captivating, if we're going overseas, if we have something significant, and those always end up being very significant rescues for us. And then we thought, well, gosh, why don't we just do that over a year? Ask for an advanced word over a whole year. But you might find it um, more immediately helpful, gang, as you enter your summer, if you're headed into a family trip, maybe ask Jesus for some words over it. If you're headed into a new job or you're hoping for some time of Sabbath, ask Christ for words over that. These apply to much smaller situations as well.
1: That's so good. And I would also say they apply outside the calendar boundaries, um, that there's been times when the season yeah. is of restoration that's good. and that has space to kind of spill yes. over months and over years and yes. there might be something for 2017 but you also might be in a decade of relationship yeah or restoration yeah, or beautiful. something like that yeah
0: yeah yeah. don't let the calendar limit that yeah
2: that's john good. to circle back to what you just said about summer beginning of summer right now these yep. people are listening that is so key because there may be plans people have for July or August mm-hmm. that they want to pause and re-ask or ask for the first time, God, what is this summer supposed to be? What are you saying? Yeah. Because that could be a huge rescue for either a trip that wasn't supposed to happen yeah, or a trip that is supposed to happen or an event, and that's in addition to any word for the year.
0: Yeah, and before we sign off, okay, can I just give you one more thing that's proven to be super, super helpful to me? Um, speaking of trips that are supposed to happen and those that aren't supposed to happen, we are taking a couple of trips this year, and one of them, it frankly, kind of baffles me. It doesn't really fit, and it, the timing's odd, and several times recently I've just had to go, Jesus, are you in this? And he'll go, yep, I'm in it, and that's all I need. Like, I'm good. And I will ask him that a ton about stuff that I'm beginning to have some fears or doubts or qualms about. Just, like,
1: uh It strikes me that that is so much easier to ask over things that you're not sure about than the vacation to Cabo that you really want to yes. be
0: yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. But The last but you, thing you want to hear is, you <laughs> no, know, that's just you <laughs> looking for some <laughs> life and you're hoping it's going to work out. But
0: if he's not in it yeah. you want to know yeah you you want to know so you can change plans and find what he is in so no pressure gang this wasn't meant to be shaming or indicting this was just an opportunity to stop here 6 months into the year and go okay if you got some words where are they did you hang on to them maybe go back and find them and and if you didn't maybe now's a good time to ask for words over your summer or, or over the rest of the year, and, and maybe specifically for some things that are going on, a conversation you need to have, uh, some changes at work that are going on, just letting God speak and speak into it. You've been listening to the Ransom Heart Podcast with John and Sam Eldridge and Alan Ornell.